You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess we should keep talking for some sort of cold open. I already did the Jordan Peterson thing. Um, yeah, we don't need to talk about Jordan Peterson. Yeah, I don't want to have any association. Have his nerds come and comment mean things fucking, on our posts fucking nerds okay that's oh, that's i saw go on so, <laughs> so there's this guy he's Just kind of a stop it'll stop a jordan peterson but he's this uh evangelical preacher Do with you know the glasses him? yes yes i've I, seen this so guy he's got some book coming about. out that's about the you know mind conf too well the fe- feminization of christianity and he says Christian men mean, need to be more masculine, and that's why women are leaving the church yeah. because all the men in the church are too soft now. And so he wrote a book, The Masculinity of Christ. And I got to tell you, I can't think of anyone less masculine than Christ. Whoa, hot take. I mean, what, he died at 33 and never got pussy? <laughs> Loser. <laughs> yeah, real masculine. Fucking nerds. Yeah, fuck you, Jesus. <laughs> I would beat up Jesus in the schoolyard. Real easy, too. You just got to poke his wound. <laughs> what? Where's your daddy? Make this fun. is a shock jock morning radio. <laughs> yeah, we're the, the crazy sound effects. Bah, 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 bah. The soundboard. Crazy right and the worm. You were just talking earlier. Fuck you, Jesus. Womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you talking- Where's your messiah now? <laughs> You were talking earlier, I guess, I don't, is this recording now? Yes. Oh, boy. Well, have yeah, fun keep with that, talking. Eric. Um, no, you were talking earlier how, like, Uh-oh. the idea the idea of uh, the Hitler joke just becoming passe, like, is a Jesus joke, is that not passe? Like, are we, are we at the point now where it's funny again to have a Jesus joke? What I will say is both a Hitler joke and a Jesus joke offends usually the same group of people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that doesn't tell you a lot. What's... Uh, did Hitler identify as a Christian? So he apparently, as far as I understand, was like... I thought he was Catholic. Well, was supposedly raised Catholic, but, I mean, they, the Nazis were very into the occult. Yeah. So I, I don't think they were necessarily, or he was necessarily Christian. And I know there were atheists among the higher-ups. He was spiritual, but not practicing. <laughs> he was like a lot of girls we went to high school with. <laughs> I've always thought a lot of... <laughs> a lot of girls are big in astrology. It's like, ah, you're so Hitler-like. Yeah. Hello and welcome again to Trash in the Can, where we watch bad movies because not everyone should follow their passions. <laughs> uh, I am your host, Eric Salmon. More is this very special episode. Yeah, this is this is an intervention for Rob Zombie. Uh, but anyway, I'm Eric Salmon Diego, uh, and with me as always is the Al Lewis to my Fred Gwynn, hey. uh, Mr. Wright Sulek. 
<laughs> no, no, so you're Al Lewis. That's Grandpa Munster. Uh, I don't know who Al Lewis is. You've seen them. Oh, yeah, you've never seen the show, right? I've seen a little bit of it, but I'm just kind of like... Well, Al Lewis is great, and I'll get into why he's great he's later. He's a great singer. Uh, was you thinking of Jerry Lewis? No, no. Who was not a great singer. <laughs> also, probably a rapist. Anyway, we'll get to that later. Uh, Wait, we will? Oh, uh, no, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> if we have time. Uh, so, <laughs> we're being joined. Actually, so you've been on the show a lot, but this is the first time since we uh, were absorbed into the uh, mega conglomerate of uh, one, one of, of us. us. Net yeah, I think of that scene in Akira where it's like, I can feel my body, like, or you can feel, uh, the podcast network can feel your body being consumed into it. It's just like Akira, yes. It is just like Akira. Uh, yeah. The studio looks a lot nicer, by the way, with this new podcast network. Thank money. you, thank you. We, we yeah. spruced it up a little bit. Yeah. We're not in the dungeon anymore. No. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're like in the fancy Hellraiser dungeon now. Oh. And not just a regular, like, you know, barbarian dungeon. Oh, two references to two movies recently. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, barbarian so everybody dungeon. go see Barbarian. It's fantastic. Oh. Oh. Did we lose you? Hello. Yeah, we lost you. <laughs> we're keeping all this in, I hope. <laughs> I, I think so. Okay, here I'm back. I don't know, uh, we had a technical uh, snafu, and I don't remember where I was. But, anyway. Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. And dragons. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> Red O'Hara. shit, you know. Red, thank you for coming Red, for the first time on this new show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm excited to hear how different the show is now. Oh, well, you'll be disappointed. Oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we did something a little out of the ordinary. Uh, it's not usually in our wheelhouse to do a movie that was released really recently, but also... This year. Is this the only movie we've done the same year it came out? I thought we did uh, Me You Madness. Oh, yeah. We did do that. Yeah, yeah. Because that recently came out when we watched it. And then... Uh, I mean, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So, we decided <laughs> to... you going down that thought. <laughs> ...watch uh, Rob Zombie's tribute, remake, reboot uh-huh. of The Munsters. Yeah. Now, just prequel, right off the bat. maybe? Uh, it's kind of a prequel. Yeah. Remake, prequel. It's definitely a prequel. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But, so, right off the bat, just up front, so, Rhett, you have seen the show. You, yeah. like, grew up watching it reruns like we all A did, few episodes you know? here and there. I'm, I'm certainly more familiar with The Addams Family just because I grew up in the 90s and obviously the... Sure. The movies. The actually and, yeah. good movies that they made yeah, in The Addams yeah. Family. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, and that uh, MC Hammer song, you know, was always on the radio. That is bizarre. When I rewatched The Addams Family a couple of years back, the, the fact that they did the... Uh, the Wump There It Is song. But uh-huh. all it is like, Wump There It Is, Adam's Family. They just added the word yeah. Adam's Family. Oh, that's into the right. Yeah. It's like, this is the laziest. I mean, it's already, I mean, it's 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 a mindless song. It's not meant to be something intellectual. Yeah, but sure. like, they all they did is just added Adam's Family, which makes no fucking sense at all, even for this mindless song. Because so, it doesn't fit into the tune either. Also, the fact that it's like, er, like mainstream early 90s hip hop soundtrack for Adam's Family. But I, I kind of love it because it's such an example of the 90s like i don't i don't oh, see yeah. that happening today that movie oh man if they just that way. see they should have done that with dragula and put like the monsters well see that's the thing there's there's music in this movie but it would have been like okay if we're gonna go in this far of a different direction from the show then rob zombie just do your rob zombie thing i would totally be okay with a monsters themed rob zombie music video i think the yeah yeah, yeah. the look that they had could have worked for like a cheap music video it would have been fine for five minutes or so but not for damn near two hours this movie is almost two hours long yeah 
this well, was interminable. And right, so you said that you're not really familiar with the monsters. No, I mean, I, as much as yeah, I mean, I know episode. of the monsters, but I've never really watched it when I was a kid. I, like like you, I was a little bit more into the Adams family mm-hmm. and. Uh, the movies were a big thing, but like I didn't even watch like the the monsters movies because like I always thought like I know <clears throat> you'll find offense to this, uh, but oh I thought the monsters were lamer than the Adams family. Well, and... they're very different tones. Yeah, yeah. Because like the Adams family are normal looking people, some of them hot, especially in the film adaptation. Right. Like I mean, Angelica Houston. Oh yeah. Yeah. Smoke show. But but they're they're spooky and they're you know macabre and they're kooky. Uh, mysterious and ooky. That is, I never thought of that before, but like one of the main differences is that I can imagine, I mean, the Adams family, they, they fuck. Yeah. Yes. Well, and especially in, in, even in the TV the show. The monsters, I. And definitely in that porn parody, oh man, they fuck hard. Oh, Lord. But the, I mean, but Angelica Houston and Raul <laughs> Julia. <laughs> Moving on. I know, I just, uh, well, I'm going to Google it later, but. <laughs> I'm sure you've, it's been recommended in your algorithm. Well, that's that whole thing with, like, they just announced a, a, in canon in a new cartoon that Velma's a lesbian. And it's like, she's been a lesbian on Pornhub for years. <laughs> anyway. Catch uh, up, guys. <laughs> but, uh... So you're even saying, on the now t- you can't think of anything like, porn? <laughs> so you're telling me that woke media is finally catching up to the porn industry. <laughs> finally! Yes. God. But, so, even on the TV show, uh, which I love the TV show, and it's Gomez fun. and Morticia... It's... It's yeah. those actors. Mm-hmm. They apparently also had crushes on each other, but they were both married and they never acted on it. But uh, John uh-huh. Aston, who was Gomez, talks about how years later they were both single and there was like a moment where it's like, oh, Aww. are we really going to do this? That's so sweet. I like yeah. that. But so that's part of the chemistry is like even yeah. on a show that is from the 60s and it's very campy, there's real palpable energy. Between and you can two feel people. that energy in this movie between Sherry Moon Zombie and, and the f- director. F- 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 and the director because she's the way she's shot and the way she's the focal point of the movie. Rob Zombie loves this woman. And well, isn't that endearing? He shouldn't make movies. Well, first off at all. Like, I like Rob Zombie. I think he's a great guy. I like watching him as a talking head. Yeah, yeah, He loves yeah. horror movies. He's yeah. very knowledgeable. His he music's sh- fun. Yeah. No, his totally. Music's fun. I'm, his fun. I, I haven't heard any new music of his. It's, I have no idea. If oh, it's, yeah. oh, I think it's, we heard it today. Uh, well, it's, it's a time capsule of the 90s for me. Yeah, like, exactly. when I hear his music, I only think of, like, a handful of radio hits from that era. Like, yeah. White Zombie is, like, a little bit more meth-oriented, and Rob Zombie is, like... Or acid-ish? Maybe, yeah, because it's, it's definitely like kind of, it's like trashy in a fun way, but it's yeah. like all these like campy horror movie references. I mean, like you were explaining to Wright earlier, uh, the Dragula is actually a Monsters reference. Yeah, no idea. Yeah. The drag racing episode. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, I don't know, the, the whole thing is like, okay, and the Monsters were, leave it to Beaver. Strip but, club music. It's trashy strip yes. club music. That's what Rob Zombie is. He yes. even had a remix album called American Made Music to Strip By, which is Kind of perfect. The music's horny. Like, yeah. he does a, a great cover, uh, or at least I like it, of Brick House on the soundtrack to oh, uh, yeah. Thousand Thousand Corpses, where his wife is moaning, like having an orgasm <laughs> as the song starts. That's his, right. His cover of Boogeyman is fantastic. Oh, I love, I'm your boogeyman. Yeah, yeah, that's what oh, I yeah. yeah. It's fucking perfect. Right. Yeah. It's a so perfect that's person to cover that song. You fuck to in a haunted house. <laughs> and so this is the guy that dressed up as a clown. sitcom and... that was pitched as Leave It to Beaver with monsters, because yeah. they're... Loving kind of squares, but they look like monsters. That's the joke. Yeah. And Rob Zombie, I guess, has completely missed the fucking point, even though he's apparently a huge fan. He threw in a bunch of little Easter eggs. He has a massive monsters collection of memorabilia. Yeah. But like, 
we were talking about like what is this movie about? We have so many little like almost plots that then get resolved and then the movie keeps going. It 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 just wants to focus on Herman and Lily and their love which you just cannot I mean, they they force it so much to where you just ha- like it's for like a six year old like they like each other. Well, and that's about it. I mean, I think there's the initial joke of like her falling in love with this monster that nobody understands why she would fall in love with, but the the joke never really lands in the first place. And right, because also he's unlikable. Uh, yeah, he's, he's kind Herman, of a dick. Herman Awful. in the show is a sweet, dopey, almost child. Yeah, yeah. child, child. I'm from Boston. You know what it is? He's in this. He's that child that thinks there's a funny joke and doesn't understand that telling the same joke over and over and over isn't funny anymore. Oh, why he's an Eric Samuel. Well, I was going to say, why do I feel like you're uh, shading me a little bit? Ah, you know, I thought I was being a little bit more subtle. I know, but, uh, but I mean, unlike right, at least I have a joke to tell. Oh, oh, oh just like the monster movie. <laughs> yeah, you are the monster movie. I am the monster movie. It sounds like a joke, but it isn't. <laughs> So why didn't you like this? Oh, man. This... Uh, so it's a prequel. It's how Lily and Herman met. How do we even start? We open at a graveyard. Oh, yeah. We, we open in up Transylvania. With, with Richard Brake, who plays the, the doctor. Right. He, you may know him from, what, Barbarian? and uh... Uh, He's the man who shot uh, Thomas and um, uh, Martha Wayne in uh, Batman Begins. That actor. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I have to bring this up real quick. But that, 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 that. I hated this movie. <laughs> no, yeah, I too. But that, hey, I have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could you just stop for a moment? Uh, no, the, the fucking uh, that Alfred Pennyworth uh, TV series that they had to add the, the origins of Batman's Butler. God, that is the worst fucking <laughs> title ever. It's like really bad. they had a show called Gotham, and they didn't call that the city that Batman lives in. Like we fucking know. I yeah. So I just saw this on HBO Max. One of the like it was one of the main things yeah. recommended. I've never heard of this. Has this been on? It's been on for a little bit. Uh, yeah, Did is, they change the title? Because that title, I read it. They just changed it. They changed it to that Because I read that, yeah. and I thought, is this a one-off special that they gave, like, con- there's, like, multiple colons in the title. Yeah, it's like Pennyworth, uh, you know, or How I Stopped Worrying and Love the Bomb. And <laughs> yeah. it's like, what the fuck? Why, Why would the they bat? say that? The bat. So, uh, but Alfred's whole thing, let's just talk about that. Alfred's whole thing was being, uh, he was a spy, correct, before he became a, how did he become a butler? That I don't know. I, don't I, I, I know in in the comic book, I, they may have gone into depth about it. He, he might point. have just got, gotten uh, connected with Thomas Wayne. Yeah, some I point. somehow know that that he was like a spy of some like sort, MI five kind of thing. Yeah, and I know because they, they've definitely gone into kind of like what they did with the new Batman movie, where they've kind of hinted that maybe <clears> the Waynes weren't the perfect people we thought they were. Right, like right. The, the whole right. city of owls, which uh, yeah, if you're looking for a good modern ish, it's kind of old now at this point but uh good modern batman story city of owls yeah good place but it's i good. did like uh, the whole thing about his parents being like oh yeah i guess they were rich kind of maybe shitty people and like okay and then they maybe had their hand in, because not, not necessarily villains but not necessarily the saints that yeah uh, th- their hands aren't like 100 percent clean which i mean right. anybody that's that rich you can't be 100 percent squeaky clean yeah. I, mean, yeah I also like that alfred was ripped because it's what's his face Wait, who? Oh, in the new one, he's Al- oh, that's Batman's butler is who Alfred is. <laughs> Alfred E. Newman from Wait, Mad Magazine. <laughs> Andy Serkis was ripped in it more than the withered old Alfred I grew up with in the movies. I get, yeah. I mean, like, I, like I could see definition under a shirt that he was wearing. Oh, sure, whereas sure. I'm used to Alfred being, you know, oh. Yeah, like you know, dying until just uh, farting all the time. <laughs> that classic British 
Butler staring at his mom. Wait. <laughs> in Batman and Robin, when he's in like bed the entire time, he's like... Yeah, you don't want to get under those covers. No. His, his feet are on fire. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> so we open up with Richard Brake and... Uh, and the guy from Lost, the big guy. Yeah. Uh, Jorge Garcia. Oh, that's where I'd seen him before. With the fakest teeth from the Halloween store in the world. Yeah. And... But they're going grave robbing to create a Frankenstein monster. And I didn't understand the zombie they run into because they open a grave. The grave is empty and then a zombie shows up who I guess was in the grave. Do you think that was zombie. the brother of the comedian? I think that might have been the brother. That they said that like, oh, he's a genius. And the brother who Herman is, is the idiot. Like they say that on like a little uh, television special or something oh, like that at one maybe. point. Because he had the, like the mustache and I was sure. like, oh, okay. But then they don't take his brain. But I guess it was already removed. But how do you become a zombie if you don't have a brain? That's like established mythology. Dude, I don't. That's how you kill zombies. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, like, cause... Why, why do zombies crave brains? Uh, Return of the Living Dead says that for some reason. I don't know why. Because it, it, being, like, being in the undead state is agonizing. It hurts. And somehow eating brains makes them feel good. It's like drugs for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's as close as they get to an explanation. Okay. In any media, that so there's I'm not. Aware of. It's not like a like a vampire needing blood. Like there's a definite reason. There for could it. be in some media about zombies, yeah. but not as far as I know. You know what's fun? Over explaining mythology. So the monsters movie. So they oh. don't uh, because well they do and they don't. Uh, they don't. So it takes for fucking ever because we we then. Introduced to Sherry Moon or Sherry, yeah, Moon Zombie. Sherry Moon Zombie. Sherry Moon Zombie. Lily was, was Moon her legal last name before she became a zombie. God, maybe her stage name before. I don't fucking. Well, Rob, Zombie. Rob Zombie's real name. That can't be his. Well, last it, name. it isn't. It can't be. But it's I like, mean, what is his real name? It's like Robert Hitler or something. No wonder he changed it. Yeah, I, I'd go with Zombie too if <laughs> yeah. I was him. I. Well, I'm looking it up here. He named himself after that great cranberry song. <laughs> uh, but he. Or she is a uh, like introduced. She's like Cummings, Robert is, Cummings, Robert Cummings, hmm. Cummings to zombies, uh, which I'm is sure also that's, that's yeah. shown up in your algorithm. I'm sure. Oh yeah, uh, but there's like just interminable shots of her just like standing around and in her coffin and just. I guess she's lonely. That's what they're trying to establish. Oh man, she is. And, and look, let's talk about Sherry Moon Zombie real and, quick. And, yeah, whatever. I'm sure she's a great person. She's pretty. She's she's very but very pretty. Sh- this is well, right? You pointed or Rhett, you pointed out how uh, she was performing in this movie. Yeah, constantly moving in that way where it's like you don't know what else to do, so you're just like constantly gyrating, basically. It's like a middle schooler in like a Christmas play, just yeah. like playing an older character and like, ooh, what do I do? And just well, it's just like okay, I want you to be campy. Yeah, and this is what they think is campy. Well, because we were establishing, like, okay, the original character in the Monsters show, like, moved with her hands a lot. So she was was definitely doing that, but it was just like, there just wasn't the flow. It was more anxiety, just like, she was almost like picking a guitar with her fingers the entire time. Constantly moving, whereas uh, Avanda Carlo in the series, who had been a movie star in the 40s, she was more elegant and was playing it very, like, a mix of happy homemaker and also sort of this regal kind of yeah. and, ethereal creature. And and Sherry Moon's like she has no control unfortunately over her voice. Over because, her talent? Oh, that too. <laughs> uh, because like even in the other movies she's always playing like the crazy hillbilly just like ah, nah, nah. or Michael Myers' mother. Oh god damn. Hey, yeah, I- also talk about not needing a backstory and mythology building like 
the whole first half of that fucking Michael Myers movie he did is just Michael as a kid who talks. So we hear his voice in an institution. And he's like from a white trash family. He, he, you know, she's yeah, like a mom. William Forsythe is in it, beating him and, and just like, raping his mother. You the cunt. And you're like, Jesus Christ! We don't need this. It's like hillbilly Michael Myers, and it's terrible. Yeah, I've never seen any Rob Zombie movie. Uh, well, now you have. Yeah, except for the monsters. Oh man, you've dodged. What a place so many to bullets. start. Yeah, Jesus. Dun, 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 dun. So, where, yeah, where does this rank on the Rob Zombie uh, uh, cinematography? You know what's crazy? Um, I would say I don't think this is the worst one. No. Out of all of his movies. Huh. What's the best Which one? Which is crazy to think about. Uh, I guess the, the best one is probably The Devil's Rejects, even though I still hate that one, too. Yeah, I'd agree. Because I don't like... Uh, I don't like any of House them. of a Thousand Corpses, I don't care for. No. And Devil's Reject has a lot of... Uh, <laughs> Groucho references, so I'll take that. Huh. There's even an expert that talks about Groucho and how his death was overshadowed by Elvis's, and I was like, right on, man. <laughs> it might have been that actor uh, who played Herman. Oh, maybe. He's the guy with like the kind of gawky. And, uh, Is that's, that him? That's him. Oh, shit. He's been in all of his movies. Well, I mean, every he's one of those guys that it's all the same people, mostly his wife. Yeah. Because um, I think Daniel Roebuck, who plays the Grandpa Monster, has also been in something else he's done. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they're friends. Oh, God. Uh, so, and he actually knew Al Lewis, too. Oh. So oh, that reflects singer? a little in his performance, because he's like, he's the most competent of all the performances. Yeah, we all, yeah. we all are in agreement that we like the per, the actor who played Grandpa Monster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's fine. I mean, he's not given much. Occasionally, even like a uh, towards the end of the movie, there's like a small little moment he has, and it's just like... He makes the most of what yeah. wasn't necessarily that funny of a line, but he's just so good at yeah, it. Yeah, he's uh, clearly like he's it's an actor's moment. Right. Mm-hmm. So the they the the doctor and Jorge uh like basically do the whole Frankenstein thing and uh rebuild Herman and like they just do the the stupid just like throwaway lines like, Well, what should we call him? And he says, Her man and then monsters. Monsters, no monsters, like the cheese and like I, I don't know how many times I yelled out "fuck you" at this movie. I uh, I have a question. Oh, about the Frankenstein monster design uh-huh. that Herman mimics the Universal monster movie look. Right. Yeah. So the Boris Karloff Frankenstein. Why is his head flat? Is there something? Because I've seen both of the original Frankenstein movies. Is there an explanation as to why his head is flat, other than just like this is the design of the makeup? Because huh. we see the bolts, or the, the, the not bolts, but the things. The like staples. Staples on yeah. the top of his head. Uh-huh. And as a kid, I thought it just meant that he didn't have a top of the head, and it was just like the hair and the skin were stapled down. Maybe. I don't know for but sure. Like, I, I always wondered that. Like, it's, why is his head flat? It's totally a movie look. Like, the, the book, the, the monster oh, doesn't yeah, look yeah. at all like that. It's, well, in the book, he has, like, yellow skin or something? Just, yeah, yeah, well, it's yeah. like clearly just, like, faded skin. Like, it's, like, probably right. what the skin Jaundice. of a corpse would look like. Yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. right, right, right. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Huh. But, but I will say, I, the iconic look of the makeup from the original Universal movies is fantastic, and his first appearance in that first movie is amazing. Like, if you haven't seen those movies, at least watch The Bride of Frankenstein. You don't need to have seen the first one. The Bride of Frankenstein is such a blast. I've never seen Bride. Up. It's really good. Seen Bride it's on Peacock right now, streaming October 2022. <laughs> so, they bring him back to life. He's goofy as all hell immediately. Did we mentioned the the brain mix up? Oh yeah, like Jorge. They do a young Frankenstein. Yeah, totally, and even the even the maybe maybe Written on the hand is that a nod to it? it I, I guess? think it had to be a nod because that's such an obvious joke from Young Frankenstein. Right. I mean, oh, it, yeah. granted, it didn't have like Abby Normal uh, written, right? But Abby, someone Abby Normal. 
Let's just talk about Young Frankenstein. That movie's fucking <laughs> great. We, yeah, let's just watch that instead Please. and talk about it. Uh, so they mix up the brains, and then they bring him on a TV show. And, and like we're at a scene. Man, fuck this scene, man. So like there, there's a dinner scene, I guess, where it's between uh, Grandpa and uh, Lily. And they also have Igor, who is uh, the butler. Yeah, butler, yeah. And uh, they're Played all watching. by Sylvester McCoy of uh, Doctor Who fame for all the nerds that listen to this show. It's fucking weird. There can't be that many people that listen to the show that are nerds. There can't be no, that many no. people listening to the show. <laughs> no. they, we only have Chad listeners. <laughs> I wish we could, I wish we would have a ton of dude bros that watch this. Or that we kind of do. Like we've do had we? a few. Well, we've had a few comments on the social media where it's like, I go to this person's page and like, oh no, is this our audience? <laughs> Eric, like this guy, I think has a flag on his car for Blue Lives. Oh no! Oh, call, call him out. Mention specific names. I don't know, but he had a, the Punisher logo as his. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to name my yeah, names. Yeah. yeah, they'll find us. There's an Instagram account I follow that's like the bad Punisher logo design. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's one of my favorite Instagram pages. Oh, that's funny. God, yeah. that the, the whole Punisher thing, the cops. Like the irony. I love the iconography, like the irony of all that. I don't know anything about comic books, but I know the Punisher hated and killed cops. Yeah, well, bad cops. So cops. <laughs> So but like that, was, that was a softball. That was a, that was a softball, <laughs> and I could say more, but I won't. We have yeah, a lot of. Cops. I don't. I don't want to. Well, I don't want to bring up a school shooting while we're talking about the Munsters. Oh my god! Anyway, so uh, all the kids listening to this show, I want to listen to the Munsters review. Um, so, also, is this? I mean, this is obviously a family movie. Do kids, is wait? Is it? Well, it, it, it is. is. Well, it's. I mean, it's, it's I mean, I don't know if it's like like what you're clearly getting at. Yeah, right. I, I don't know if any kid would be entertained by this movie, but yeah. it is. There's nothing in it. I don't think that would be yeah, appropriate. So for but like insanely boring for a kid. Sure, but oh, like, yeah, and that's the thing is like also it's insanely boring for an adult. <laughs> like, yeah. who is this for? Right. Yeah. Like kids, kids don't care about the monsters. They're not going to watch this. Mm. I think the only people watching it are us, people like us, or hardcore are, Rob Zombie fans. Oh yeah, yeah. But people that are morbid, cur- even like curiously morbid. Yes. Or love Rob Zombie or the monsters, because I'm sure there are monster people, completists. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are people. I have a huge collection, and I've seen people collect monster stuff. I'm sure there's nerds out there. Yeah. Baby boomers that love the monsters are like, I'm going to give this a try, and then I guess die. <laughs> That's usually what happens. Yeah. Um, so they go on a TV show, a late night show, which a morning is, show, a oh, morning yeah. Transylvania. Which, you know, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't mind the the stand up bit that the the Herman Munster ended up yeah. doing. Well, because it's thing. supposed to be a dopey, corny character, and yeah. Yeah. they were corny jokes that you like, you almost like you hate yourself for laughing at. Yeah, but that's the thing is like Rob Zombie didn't have to write jokes; these were all jokes in those joke books that oh, yeah. sit on yeah. the back of toilets in the gas stations. But this is the first part uh, where we see the just crazy lack of budget uh, and, and people in the movie because the host of Good Morning Transylvania is also... Pl- D- Daniel Roebuck, who's grandpa. Yeah. And the, all the actors play multiple parts. Yes. Uh, the newscaster that we see is Sherry Moon Zombie with a fake nose and doing a funny voice. Oh, that was her? That was yeah, her. Yeah, that was her. Oh. See, she's a chameleon. She's a regular Peter Sellers Dude, or Tracy Ullman. Okay. She got me there. Uh, I did not notice that was her. Oh, man. <laughs> Sherry Moon, you got me. <laughs> A plus. All right. I turn back around. <laughs> this movie's great. This movie is we great. We told you that by the end of this episode, we would convince you yeah. that you actually like this movie. Oh, Sometimes man. that happens. 
So and also Daniel Roebuck <laughs> appears. He does, it doesn't even have a line when they're in Paris on their honeymoon. Herman and Lily. He's just sitting in the cafe in the background, like they needed warm bodies to yes. fill the scene. Is it, I, it's God, crazy. Insane. They were following COVID protocols. They couldn't have too many actors on set. All yeah. the same five actors. <laughs> and because of COVID, all the talented writers and directors have died. Because <laughs> they shot this in, like, Budapest or something. Oh, they, did they? Yeah, it's one, uh, it's one of those where it's like, all right, you can shoot this for a buck fifty here. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. So... Oh, yeah, so the big reveal on the show is the doctor unveils Herman, thinking that he has the brain of a genius, but he has the brain of the genius's brother, Shecky something or other. Yeah, uh, who is this terrible comedian? Yeah, and I don't, I don't mind the idea of Herman Munster having the brain of a schlocky comedian. I, I don't mind yeah, that that's either. Not a bad idea. I think it's a, it's a good idea. It's just like it's um not uh, funny. And it, Je- okay, Jeff Daniel, what's his last name? Phillips. Phillips. Yeah, this guy. I've seen him in other things. Rob's on movies. Uh, what else is he in? I don't know. I think okay. he's only in Rob Zombie movies. Uh, but. Man, he is not good in this. He He's... makes some... Again, it's one of those things. Okay, you get actors that maybe are mostly from horror, and maybe they're not very particularly talented actors, and you hand them something that's supposed to be silly and campy, and the idea of that to them means, I just have to be loud? Or with him, his Herman Munster, the voice cracks a lot like it's a child. He's, yeah, he's always like, screaming. Ah! He's, he's, almost, he's almost doing um, uh, Harry Carey or Will's Ferrell, Will Ferrell's Harry Carey. It's like, oh, what do you know? And this is one of the things that I think comes from you only hire your friends. Yeah. And maybe that blinds you from saying that they're not right for something. Hmm. Yeah, maybe we, we, we've all known people guilty of that. <laughs> But I think it, like he, I think he liked him for his like face. Like he looks like her. It's, he's got a good look the, the, and he's tall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have issues with way where it ended. End of list. Yeah, like yeah, the makeup looks fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it, that's the other thing too that the way that this movie is shot is so fucking weird. Where uh, it's every now and then it goes a little Rob Zombie-ish, and then it goes to TV standard, just like really uninteresting shot setups. Right. And yeah, back and forth between big cartoon visuals. Like when someone reacts very strongly, there's a projection behind them. Like yes. animation. <clears throat> yeah. Like I, a creep show kind of thing. Yeah. I could have used more of that. Like yeah. if it's going to, if, if it's going to do, do it, yeah, right. go all the way. It yeah. was just used so sparingly. Like they had to did it only like three times. Yeah. And when it happens, you're just like, Oh, okay. I guess we can do this. And I was hoping that like once it started, that, I was like, Oh, we're going to see more of that. And it's kind of rare. Yeah, it's weird. It's like shit or get off the pot. You yeah. did it a little. Just do do it. <sighs> well, and apparently he wanted to make this in black and white, but Universal would not let him. Yeah. And oh, really? So it's like, were you lighting this like something in black and white? It just it looks weird. The whole movie, yeah, just like it looks really bad and cheap. Like it some of the sets, so though, the sets look okay. For well, the some clo- of the sets are amazing because, like, the castle is a real castle there. Oh, the, the, really? Yeah, yeah. So I, I read a little bit. They uh, what? So the castle's a real castle, uh, and the Herman Mun- or the Munster's house that we see at the end, they built, and that I'm very impressed by. It looks identical to the show's house. Yeah, like. It's like so much detail was spent on all these little corners 
And like you missed the the picture for the details. And so yeah. little of the movie takes place in their house. That's the thing. Oh god, so that looks like most of the budget was rebuilding exactly the house from the show. Yeah, and the rest of it was just. Oh yeah, I guess we have to make the the movie. I mean, maybe we're jumping the gun a little bit here, but fuck it, it's your show. You figure out what to do. <laughs> also, I don't think anybody's gonna be disappointed if we jump around. Yeah, I'm just I, the, the fact that most of the movie took place in Transylvania. That could have been a five or ten minute sequence at most, instead of it being a full what hour and a half. Hour and it was 45. most of the movie. Yeah. Most of the movie, yeah. and then by the time they get to America, because the whole appeal—not the whole appeal—but like one of the main things that makes the monsters appealing is the fact that it's like these zany it's fish out of water. I don't want to say kooky because that's so Adam's family, but you know these like monster characters that belong in like a, a spooky B horror film trying to function in like everyday 19 well 60s yeah. it was the 60s it took place in the 60s uh-huh. the original show okay uh, yeah it's like regular society and like how they don't fit in with the society and we only got well actually you know what we don't even get any moment of them actually not fitting in because they go in and it's Halloween day and the next day they're so freaked out but yet we don't get to see people in this society freaking out to the monsters. Yeah, nobody interacts with them outside of Halloween. Except for the the plane. That's the only time, and it's like hinted at poorly. Oh my god, I wonder if they had to write in the fact that everybody left first class (laughs) because of COVID. Well, yeah, maybe. I think they had to, because all they have is just the, like, surely they would have at least had a shot of everybody being like, oh god, we gotta leave. Which, it makes no fucking sense, because it's Transylvania Airlines. These are people from Transylvania. Right, and everybody there is a monster in this movie. Yeah, that's... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're yeah. getting frustrated. It's, like, okay. it's an, the logic of the movie doesn't make sense. And the thing is, like, the monsters is silly, but there was an internal logic to the show that yeah. this movie doesn't seem to understand. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I don't mind some of the silly moments, but yeah, like I, like you were saying, like if they, if either there was more silly moments or just like, I don't know, funnier. Just yeah, funny. The biggest crime of this movie is that it's boring. It took something yes. that is inherently silly, yeah. and made it boring to watch. I was falling asleep towards the end. You, you were, yeah. yeah. I took a picture of you watching the movie, holding your face up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, to go back to the the TV show, that's where like Sherry Moon or Lily is watching it, and she because she goes on a date with Count Orlock uh, right. earlier from uh, Nosferatu, yeah. and, and that makeup looks great. Yeah, I like some, the way that vampire yeah, looks. Yeah. Some of the makeup also played by the guy Richard Break. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which is why I, I was saying this would be a great music video because it the look for, would work well, for a short period. Like, of time. We get a, a couple of music videos. Yeah, this would be a kick-ass haunted house attraction. Yeah, to walk through. Sure, like the Munster House and you know characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually went to a haunted house in uh, somewhere in Tennessee, and they were playing Rob Zombie music the entire time. So there you go. Uh, well, you know, every year for a few days. In Waxahachie, Texas, there is a house that's an exact replica as best as can be done because it's a TV set and some of the architecture doesn't make sense internally. Uh-huh. The way, like, the Seinfeld apartment, the hallway can't be where it is because the kitchen is there. Oh, so the, right. the Munsters house is like that. But th- this couple loves the Munsters. They spent, I guess, about a million dollars rebuilding the house wow. in Waxahachie. And they have life-size figures of all the characters in the rooms and for a few days every year around Halloween, they open it up for charity. It's like a haunted house, but like an attraction. Oh, we should go. I've always wanted to go, uh, like Eddie yeah. Munster. The I, original I, I Eddie Munster go for goes every year. I, I'm way more interested in talking about the original Munster show. So, okay, The yeah, Addams Family was based on a comic strip. From The New Yorker. as a regular comic. Yeah. Was yeah. The Munsters a totally original idea? Yes. So wow. it was two of the writers from Leave it to Beaver 
They were like, huh. what if we did this show with the Universal Monsters? Oh. And so they, that's, cool. it, that's why it just like, uh, you know, humble, corny family, but it's like, but let's do them as monsters, and that's the joke. Yeah. And it was huge. And weirdly, they debuted a night apart. They were from completely different creative groups on different networks, but it was one of those things so like... there's uh, two spooky shows on yeah, the same time. Yeah, at the time. same time. So obviously, I think, especially with our generation, we're more familiar with Adam's Family. But at the sure. time, was Munsters more popular or more successful? Well, so that was more successful in the sense that you could also merchandise it. Uh, and that was one of the first shows that had a huge bonanza like of lunch merch. Lunchboxes. Lunchboxes, yeah. dolls, games, uh-huh. all kinds of stuff. Huh. Because and the Adam's Family a, was so much more macabre that that'd probably be a little harder to merchandise. And the only, and I'm sure there was more merch, but the only thing I've ever seen in person, if you remember Uncle Fester in that show used to put a light bulb in his mouth? Sure. Yeah. So there was, you could buy that as a kid and there would be a little switch and you'd press it with your tongue and it would light up. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, which I've always wanted. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, that'd be awesome to have but uh but the monsters also spun off a movie it was during that time in television where things you know we had the 1950s that established what the formula for a family sitcom was for a variety show things like that and by the 60s that's when everybody got experimental you had a bewitched and i dream of genie all these high concept stuff yeah exactly high concept my mother the car and so this came around that same time the batman show yeah. was on the air the same right. time. As, and in fact, that's why the Munsters got canceled, because Batman huh. was on the same night at the same time, and eventually the audience for the Munsters that was, you know, families and kids moved over to the Batman show. Interesting. Oh. And then, But the Munsters was popular enough that after the show ended, they made a movie, Munster Go Home, that was in Technicolor. It had Terry Thomas and some very big names in it, and it was a hit. And they wound up you doing know, a Terry re- Thomas. Uh, he was, well, you know him. Uh, you'd recognize him. He was very famous uh, when I was young. <laughs> was it just a simple matter of like people like, oh, now we're more interested in campy superheroes than we are campy monsters? Like, yeah. It's, it's, well, I guess the monster films had kind of fallen out of fashion. And they probably yeah. just got over it after a time. And what happened, though, with the monsters being suddenly uh, an idea that somebody came up with, because on TV, the old Universal Monster movies were clocking numbers. They'd rerun them on the late show, and then it's like, hmm. oh, okay, well, how do we exploit this? And so the Munsters eventually did a reunion movie in the uh, early 80s. The Addams Family did a reunion movie in the late 70s. Yeah, so it was going to be a pilot for a reboot. I think I've seen that. With the kid. original cast. Because well, they re-released a lot of old Addams Family stuff because of the success of the 90s films. Right. And that's uh, the thing. There were two <clears throat> 90s TV movies of the Munsters uh, that... One was, I think, really true to the show. It was really fun and had David or uh, Edward Herman as Herman Munster. Uh-huh. He was fantastic. And then one later, but... Uh, the Adams family, I think, holds up more because the humor's more um, intelligent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know there's only two seasons of the Monsters. Yeah, but back then shows ran for forty weeks. Yeah, so there's, so there's a, a ton, ton of, of episodes. Yeah, there's like seventy-two episodes. Yeah, well, because like, also like yeah. uh, the Adams family was also canceled uh, after I think two seasons, maybe three. It wasn't wow. on. For, that's a, well, Gilligan's shows Island typically on that long. I mean, well, Gunsmoke was like an anomaly, I guess. Well, most shows that were popular. And you'd have to be kind of a groundbreaker. Like, Dick Van Dyke was on for six years. Mar- sure. I Love Lucy was on for six years. But there were a lot of shows, they would become hugely popular and then would burn out. Because uh, Gilligan's Island, we all saw growing up. I saw it all the time on TV. Yeah. And was, I didn't realize until I was older, oh, this is only on for like two seasons. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, there's not even 80 episodes of that show. Oh, wow. Yeah. But it was hugely popular. And then at some point, there was what they called the, the Purge, where. 
a lot of shows that were very popular but high concept fantasy, the executives, there was a move to be more like urban. So they started to cancel these shows. So oh. Green Acres, uh, all that stuff. And then we moved into the world of like All in the Family. And then that was a oh. whole new kind of thing. Mm. Going on to another topic that has no, that isn't about Rob Zombie's The Monsters. Um, you, you mentioned the Universal Monsters. <laughs> well, at least this was part of the TV and the monsters and whatever. Well, we're going on to a monster thing, but uh, have either of you ever seen the Spanish Dracula? Oh, it's amazing. It's so much better than the That's original. What I hear. I've always been interested to check it out because, yeah, everything I've ever heard is like, yeah, the Spanish one is in those days, a much better movie. They would shoot movies concurrently in English and then in Spanish. So uh, they would shoot the English version during the day, and then the Mexican crew would come in and shoot the same scene, so all the same setups, in the <laughs> evening, overnight. Wow. And so most of the movies would have an entirely different cast. But there, the thing is... Are like, there other major examples of this? What? Well, my favorites are oh, Laurel and Hardy. Before sorry. there were dubs, Laurel and Hardy shot their own movies in Spanish at night. So there are <laughs> versions of a few Laurel and Hardy movies where they're phonetically learn their lines in Spanish. Wow. What? Are, yeah, it's, it's so weird to watch because they're also... I don't know Spanish, but I know enough to know, like, that's not how that's supposed to sound. <laughs> but if, so usually it was a different cast. Laurel and Hardy's like a rare exception. But the difference with, like, the Mexican Spanish Dracula yeah, yeah. is that the director, I guess, maybe had more experience in film because the 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 Belagosi movie is kind of stagey because it's based on a play. And so there's stuff where yeah. someone's looking out a window and describing action because also. It was a lot of limitations back then. Sure, right. sure. But the transition from silent movies to talkies, silent movies, that's when filmmaking was born and you had crane shots and all kinds of interesting visuals. But then when sound equipment came in, they didn't know how to do that. So, so many early movies are sort of stagey. Yeah, and like, yeah. I, and I love the early Marx Brothers movies, but they're definitely like, oh, this is a filmed play because we don't <laughs> right. know how to move the camera without disrupting the sound. Right. But the guy who made Dracula... There's crane shots in that movie. This beautiful shot when we first see the count that is not in the Bela Lugosi version. That where we sort of from far away zoom in and like do a sweep through the castle. Like it is visually uh, a feast compared to the American Dracula. Huh. What was it? Uh, when when was Dracula? 1931. 31. Okay, I was gonna say 29, but all right, it's close. Cool. Yeah. So it, it's that's impressive for yeah. Yeah, early yeah totally. Gone. Like I don't know, who, and that's the thing is I don't know enough about it. But I don't know who that director was, but he was clearly more adept because I think it was uh, Carl Lemley. Well, Carl Lemley did the American version, and he was one of the founders of Universal. His daughter was the little girl in Frankenstein, uh, Carla Lemley, who lived long enough to be in an episode of Gilbert Gottfried's podcast. Just before she died, they did an interview with her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, Godfrey was obsessed with the Universal oh, yeah. Monsters. Yeah, before he died, he, he won uh, the uh, some horror movie award for, like, best podcast or something that his <laughs> hmm. co-host collected uh, just recently. Yeah, I yeah. would I would recommend listening to that podcast instead, instead of this, of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we have one up. We're both alive. Hey. So far. Yeah, Boy, you're... that'll be weird to hear that when we're dead. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't age well. Well, yeah, this part is going to be played at one of our funerals. <laughs> so I guess back to the movie. Okay, so uh, she... But we'll, we'll both through this quickly. Because yeah, nothing really happens. Well, okay, there's there's two things that happen. In the entire movie. In the entire movie. One is that Sherry Moon instantly falls in love with Herman on the camera, uh, or on the TV show. Yeah, he's wrapped up in the way the original one is wrapped up in all yeah. the gauze and stuff. And he finally, when he speaks, he does his shtick. 
and she and gets she super wet. Did you see the play adaptation of Frankenstein that with Benedict Cumberbatch and no. uh, uh, oh, what's no. his name? And the alternate who played the doctor and who yeah, played I the never, monster. Did you watch it? <clears throat> yeah, I think I, I saw it when Benedict Cumberbatch played the monster. It was great. Wait, who is the other guy? Oh, God, he's that... actually a well-known actor. Um, yeah, I can see his face, but I can't think of his name. I, oh, I feel like he's in like Wing Commander oh, wait. or something. He's not the one that's uh, in that M-, M. Night Shyamalan movie about the split personalities, That's right? not James McAvoy, no. It's not James No, it's not James okay. McAvoy, no. No. Um, fuck, what is he? I, yeah, I know. It's, 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 I feel like an idiot right now. He's in that stage version of Frankenstein. Well, anyway, uh, we'll Google it later. We'll, um, s- we'll spare you us trying to remember a name. <laughs> How about y'all talk about whatever bullshit movie we saw, and I'll Google it real quick. <sighs> so, yeah, she falls in love with Herman on sight. Now, and the, Grandpa's uh, like, uh, who's oh, that thug the head? Ooh, ooh. Mm. So here's the other plot that's happening, which has no... Ooh. The, the only reason why I guess this is happening is for them to get to... Hol- to, to uh, California right. is that the brother, the Wolfman, uh, who's Lily's brother and mm-hmm. the grandpa's son. Which I got to say, I love the Wolfman makeup. It's, it's, it's good. It's the sort of the old fashioned Wolfman look. And yeah, I yeah. Love that. And he's always got like a shiny jacket on. I love his frills outfits. in this. Yeah, yeah. yeah frills in the uh, what do you call the the sleeves? Like Austin Powersy almost. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. A little sequin stuff going yeah, on. I, yeah, I loved that. Yeah, it was great. But and that actor was funny. He delivered a couple of lines. Johnny Lee like, Miller. Okay. Ah. But yeah, the oh, he's in Train Spotting. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, that's oh, what it was. It's Angelina Jolie's ex husband. What? Really? Yeah. I might be lying. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Wait, wait. Lying? Not, not, I might be, be wrong. I might be wrong. I'm you lying. Be, I'm deceiving you. You're such you a perpetual liar. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> I, I can't even say I can't even admit you, when I'm wrong. I just I'm lying to you. <laughs> do you even know what lying is anymore? <laughs> so oh my god, uh, Jesus! Yeah, I just can't say I don't know. <laughs> um, so uh, he owes a woman money. The, uh, an old gypsy woman that uh, I, we're not allowed to say that, right? A uh, Romani woman. woman? A Romani. I don't know how to say woman anymore. No, uh, oh boy! Oh, thanks, Jordan Peterson. Uh, uh, like an old Romani woman character. That's like, uh, which is interesting that uh, the Wolfman owes her money because in the Universal original Wolfman movie, uh, the old gypsy woman uh, played by uh, Maria Ospenskaya is like the person he goes to that tells him what's going on. Right, right, right. So this is like a little turn on that relationship. Sure. Um, okay, whatever. but he owes her money for X reason, and uh, he's like a gambler. He seems like a, a deadbeat. Yeah, and so the the deal is is that they were like, okay, well, the only thing you could do to pay us back is like to basically get the deed over from your dad's castle, right? Because the old uh, Romani woman uh, used to be married to Grandpa Munster. That's right. Oh, oh that's, that's why. That whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. just thought she randomly was like, that, "That's a fucking cool castle. I want it." Well, like later in the movie, he's like, "Oh my, from my, I got a letter from my crazy ex uh, wife." And She's a Romani. She's a Romani woman, <laughs> not Gypsy. Romani. <laughs> I can't say it. I'm, I'm trying to do Al Lewis rather than the guy. And Al Lewis is great. There's a documentary about him, and it's just him arguing why capitalism is an abomination. He was a a famous communist, and he got pulled off of Howard Stern show a few times for saying, fuck the FCC in front of a crowd. And he was he was giving the fingers saying, fuck the FCC, fuck the FCC. And the security had to pull him 
oh, away. Not, not because he said it, but because like he wouldn't stop saying that. Yeah, over he wouldn't and say over. it over and over again. Oh, wow. That was the only thing this he would say. Old man, they had to pull off yeah. the stage. Yeah, because his his mom was a famous, or at least in those circles, uh, like uh, labor leader. So he grew up very oh. like the rights of the worker. I think she might have been taken down during the Red Scare, but he was like a, a straight up communist. And it's uh, there's a documentary called I think it's a Goodbye America. And it's just him, like, getting a haircut and stuff, and they filmed him talking about everything that's wrong with America. And, uh, yeah, I love that. He's got a big cigar, and he calls, she was a real cunt. <laughs> you know, he says stuff like that. He's like, he'll take a, ch- a chop on the cigar and a smoke, and he'll pull it. And, and you know, uh, that, that woman, she was a cunt. She was a Nazi. And, yeah. <laughs> a lot of Nazis in this episode. Yeah. Uh, okay. So- anyway. <laughs> hey, just so you know a little bit about Al Lewis. So, uh, she, uh, Lily wants to finally meet Herman, and we have this whole... Now, Herman... Folks, I don't know how long you've been listening to this, but we haven't... They haven't met yet. Yeah. Well, we can, we can start to blow through this. <laughs> Buckle because, down. Uh, all of it becomes basically montage crap anyway. Yeah, yeah. And the so, kinds of movies we make. Yeah. But the uh, <laughs> thing is, like, Herman is now also, like, a punk star for some reason. I don't know, he's in a band, and there's no rhyme or reason, but it's just, I guess, Rob Zombie wants Herman to be in his drag race outfit, and yeah. also, like... The drag race does it does look like kind of a rockabilly look. Which, speaking of drag race, there is a great episode of The Munsters oh, Jesus. where Herman accidentally drinks a potion that makes him a woman, and he's still in the Herman makeup, but he's got a blonde wig on and lipstick and big tits. Has, has, so has anyone in RuPaul's Drag Race like replicated that look? No, but it's gotta happen. I'm gonna start tweeting every single contestant. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I like that. Dragula. Well, there is a show called Dragula that's Monster Drag that's on Shutter. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Do I still have your? I mean, uh, uh, my own Shutter. Yeah, that you're paying for yeah, above board and above everything. Board and I believe fine. you do, but if you need to be reminded of your password, I can help you. <laughs> I am very forgetful, so I might need that assistance, please. Yeah, if, you, if you'd like it, we can talk after the recording about your own account. Fuck the FCC. <laughs> Fuck the FCC! Fuck the FCC! Eric, could you escort Eric out of here? <laughs> okay, so they meet, they instantly fall in love, they go on dates, and like there's a meeting with like uh, Herman, Lily, and the, the dad. The dad is constantly just like, ay, 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 this guy is a fucking chowderhead. And, um, is that an actual phrase he used? I think he said that, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I yeah. think he did. Corn but or the, clam, I wonder. I yeah. will say that the writing of Grandpa Munster, Grandpa Munster would use little phrases like that, and they oh, yeah. are in the movie, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and he's trying to find every which way to like sort of sabotage their relationship, even though he's really half-assing, half-assing it. Like, he's not yeah. really... Jesus. Uh, fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm like, showing them a picture like, of uh, Herman like and Drag. They're I mean, not even like re- golden I, locks or anything. I gotta be honest, I, I would swipe right. <laughs> I'd swipe him away too. Ooh, bad girl. Bad girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. We'll post these on the Facebook say, page because these are good for an audio podcast. Yeah, Jesus. I know. <laughs> um. So they go on dates. They go to Paris at one point. That's wait. When that they... was a color photo. Did they colorize the show later on? Uh, no. I think that might be from the set. Uh, oh, just like a still photo. Oh, so they still yeah. paint him green. Oh, that's a, so, oh because the original Frankenstein they painted and the paint just had to look green because it looked better in black and a white. Black and white, yeah. So and they kept it. So on the uh, on the black and white show, they all had the same color makeup because it looked good on camera. But when they did the movie in Technicolor, 
they're slightly different, but they're all mostly kind of bluish. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But then later on... Yeah, because Grandpa like, Munster has kind of a bluish Yeah. But hue. like when they did the reunion movie with the original cast, Herman's green, finally, to uh-huh. look more like what had been established as a Frankenstein monster being green. Oh, uh-huh. that's... that's Most shows... Yeah, because one of the big appeals of Batman was that it was a very color show, and it was very vibrant and, fl- and flamboyant uh, with its yeah. usage of and color. So I could see because where people, color TV was still kind of a new yeah. thing. For well, people would fall America. more to that than like a black and white show with monsters. Yeah, and they p- want to take advantage of their new TV. And that was yeah. a budget thing. And they thought, okay, well, we can make it look like a Universal horror movies. But it was really because, look, we're not going to pick up this show if we shoot in color because it's going to be the makeup is expensive. Like it was uh-huh. an expensive show to make for the era, so black and white was still cheaper. Even in Makes that era. sense. Um, so, <clears throat> okay. They're getting, they finally get to the wedding. I, God bless your effort, right? Like I'm this, trying. I'm trying here. Because I want to get through this because I fucking hated this movie. So they get married. They go to Paris well, for their so honeymoon. Before they, they uh, get married, Oh, though, Herman is a dummy. Herman is a dum-dum. And gets and, uh, roped in with the uh, wolfman who's like, hey... Sign the deed. It's like, hey, you're a part of the family now. This this house is your house too, right? You could do whatever the hell you want. I've like, got a deal right. for you. I've got a deal for you. Like, so you're going to make money. He signs away the castle, basically. Yeah. So Grandpa gets a letter while the the couple is in Paris. Yeah. And it's oh, it's from my ex wife. That cunt. Uh, and so this is TVPG. He did not. <laughs> so it's the only c word they that use. Clint. You're allowed one c word yeah. in a PG film. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they do one, one hunt yeah, per they, PG movie. They do one a season on Sesame Street. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by the letter C. C is yeah. C is for cunt. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, Cookie Monster. Thank you for clarifying that in case people didn't understand where I was going. Cookie Monster got fired. Yeah, he's been canceled. C is for canceled. He's like Charlie Rocket in that season of SNL. Yeah, the next episode. <laughs> D is for deplatformed. Uh, uh, much like, what, what's his name? Um, oh, I'll, we just talked about it. We just it. talked about it. Off, off mic. Off oh, no. mic, yeah. Now on the Andrew show. Tate. Andrew Tate. Or Anthony Tate? Subscribe to the Patreon to hear our off mic conversations. Oh, yeah. God. Which are just us complaining about stupid men. Because <laughs> we're stupid men, but we're at least decent enough. We're stupid men without power. That's yeah. true. And that's the best that's kind true. of a man. That's a, is a man without powerless power. Powerless man. Yeah. We're the best kind of man with no power. I think so. Yeah. What, 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 uh, who, who are you doing there? Springsteen. Bob Seeger? Is that Springsteen? I think it's Springsteen. It sounded more like Bob Seger on his deathbed. No, I think it's Seaton Springsteen. Well, I was thinking like it's... a rock, like a rock. Yeah, I don't, I don't hear you. I don't hear that voice on a Ford commercial. I guess I don't know. No, maybe a Camry. Man without power, <laughs> without power. Ford. Oh. Yeah, that's a bad ad campaign. <laughs> it's a whole cuck themed ad campaign. <laughs> It'd be a Toyota uh, advertisement at that point. Toyota Corolla. Hey, the Toyota trucks are nice. Like a rock. Oh, like, like a, a cuck. Like a cuck. Um, Watch him plow my wife. <laughs> like a cuck. That's, that's pretty good. I like that. What does that sound? That's my that? shoes. I'm uh, clicking <laughs> my shoes heels together. Farting? I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm rubbing my heels together. There's no place like home. <laughs> no okay. place like home. So they, uh, what happens? They. So Grandpa shows up at their Paris hotel and says, you done the head husband sold the castle or wrote it off. <laughs> I love that he's confusing. I, 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 I don't understand land law. 
<laughs> I don't know how things are done in Transylvania. No, I don't know the legal <laughs> ramifications. Well, what are we going to do? They go back home, and uh, Herman is watching TV, and there's a horror movie host that oh, shows up. Zombo. Zombo, which is a character from the show played by the late, great Shelley Berman, who had the number one selling comedy record. It's the first comedy record to go gold. Really? In the 60s. Yeah, Shelley Berman, who's kind of forgotten. He played Larry David's dad on Curb until why, he passed. Why, why, is, oh. why is he forgotten? They just they, There's not as much replay of... Uh, uh, yeah, there, there's not really. And his kind of stuff is hard to be digestible because he did monologues. He would do monologues the way Bob Newhart does. Oh. It would be one-sided telephone calls, and it was it was a kind of thing. And actually, Shelley thought that Bob Newhart stole his act. Oh. Like the one-sided phone calls and that stuff, like the shtick that he was doing. Because Shelley oh, really? was the first one to do that. And Shelley was huge, but they he let some PBS documentary follow him around. Or it was pre-PBS. It was public television. And he and, called everyone a cunt. Well, well <laughs> sort of. Like, they followed him around. And, like, what is a comedian's life like? And he had a meltdown backstage screaming at some some person that worked behind the scenes. Oh, so because he, had, he had, like, a Sid Barrett moment for comedy, basically. Yes. Wow. He, yeah, he had a meltdown screaming at somebody because a prop wasn't where it was supposed to be. He was has, have to, supposed to have, like, a phone or something. And huh. it aired on television, and he said his career was never the same. Wow. Like, he started an episode, an episode of, like... Uh, Twilight Zone. He was very big huh. for a while. He yeah. was like the biggest stand-up so in, in the world. So in an alternate reality, like yeah. he could have been a, a Bob Newhart or a... right. And huh. and he was always working and successful, but he like plateaued and never got to be a yeah, megastar. Yeah. Of course, this idea of like like taking someone's style of comedy, like maybe comedy, well, not new. I mean, obviously, comedy had been around since. <laughs> For hundreds of years, but like, I feel like we're more just hundreds. Yeah, <laughs> nobody was funny before that. Actually, I mean, actually, since the you... monsters, that's when the comedy started. I mean, can you imagine being that funny during the dark ages? I mean, there's not much to laugh about back then. Yeah, but you know, gallows humor. Ah, uh, true, true. Yeah, you yeah. got you got to find something to make life yeah. worth living, I guess. But black um, comedy, but anyway. black plague comedy. <laughs> Have you heard uh, about this? Have you seen this? But what, the point I was trying have to get seen to Sist? Is that like I, I think like nowadays like I, I think like you can have like similar styles of comedy and it's not so much considered ripoff. Kind of like with music as well. I feel. oh yeah, sure. just because it was like it was so new that it was like if you did something that was like kind of similar ish, it was right. There was an easier way to accuse somebody of ripping you off. Sure, and and, and I mean Shelley didn't invent the monologue as stand up because right. there were people doing that. We just made it big. Right, but he invented a style of doing it mm. before him, at least as far as recorded. You know, comedy history. Yeah. There wasn't somebody doing one half of a phone call on stage. Right. And Bob Newhart was aware of him. Bob Newhart was an accountant. And he was apparently a terrible accountant because he kept getting fired because he wasn't good at math, he says. Uh, and he started... <laughs> very important. Yeah. But so Bob Newhart got all these bits together doing kind of similar things. Like the famous... Well, the best one... Well, there's two of like iconic of his, but one of the best ones... I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, we're talking about the Munsters. Bob I... Newhart is the security guard... And it's his first night on the job, and he calls his supervisor. He's at the Empire State Building, and it's the night that uh, King Kong is scaling the building. So he calls his supervisor, asking him what to do. <laughs> and it's genius. That's pretty <laughs> funny. That's pretty so, good. Yeah, honestly, like anyone listening, if you don't know Bob Newhart's stuff, look at it. There's all his old <laughs> clips on YouTube. Can we just have a podcast where you talk about old shit? <laughs> Isn't this what this show is about normally? 
Well, I don't normally get to tie it into what the movie is. Sure. Yeah. You just start talking about it. I do. Well, I mean, when it's... I watched this movie, I immediately was like, I can't wait to see how Eric brings Bob Newhart into this. <laughs> well, I mean, sitcom. He was a sitcom star of the that 70s. That's true. That's true. It's a lot easier than you think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was watching this and like, I'm going to have a lot to say. I literally, uh, I was about to say the stupidest thing. I was like, what was that show that Bob Newhart did? Oh, yes. The Bob Newhart show. <laughs> the Bob Newhart show. And then he had Newhart. And then after that, he had a show called Bob. Oh, really? In the 90s, he played a comic book artist. Could he have eventually just done a show called The? I bet, yeah, he had the prestige. The I show. See that. Yeah, Betty White played his uh, slutty well, boss. Well, this what? Is the big yeah. show. Wow. Anyway. Oh, and then he had a show, Leo and Max. Uh, never mind. So, they... The monsters. Then they... Uh, what, what happens? They get into... Oh, so they go back home, and uh, we see Zombo. It's a tor- oh, TV his idea to go to yeah. L.A. And that like... character from the show... And uh, then, okay. And he's like, hey, if he's a star, where do they get a load of me? And this is the thing about the Herman the Munster character in this film. He's cocky. He's self-absorbed. Yeah. And, and the original Herman could be uh, dumb. Foolhardy, and, maybe. Yeah. And, and a little more so confident than he should be. Yeah. He could be cocky because there's episodes like when he becomes a rock musician and things like that. But it's like <clears throat> he's still lovable. And this yeah. Herman is such a narcissistic prick. Yeah. So he's like, oh, where do they get a load of me? We're going to be stars. So then they all, then on, on a plane from Transylvania, the Tempest. For some reason, also, gr- Grandpa is just kind of like. Suddenly on board. Yeah. Why? He I, hates I don't Herman. know why he all of a sudden. It, it, it would have at least made a little more sense if maybe he had like a, 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 a reason to not be as cocky. Like he realized like the error of his ways. Yeah. But he just kind of like, oh, okay, well, now I'm just going to transition into right. this new yeah. life now. Which, you know, it's, it's funny to say this, but there's no character development in anyone. Yeah. And I know it's a Munsters movie, but at least in the show, it's one of those, it's a sitcom where there's hugging and learning at the end. Right. I, I know. Always. I imagine probably the source material probably wasn't the greatest of this either, but like, was there any sort of like character arc for like, uh, 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 Sherry Moon Zombies character? Oh, I, I, Lily? Lily? Lily, thank you. Like, no, but I mean, it was there, any... the way the relationship was, it was the what had kind of been established in early sitcoms with the Honeymooners, where you've got... The dumb husband who gets himself into pickles and the much smarter wife that like, oh boy. Yeah. That was yeah. the relationship. Right, like, right. She was Lily was always smarter than Herman, but Herman was a sweetheart but that adored. She doesn't her. even really have any she doesn't have, a, she, she, she doesn't, doesn't have, have a character in No, this. she doesn't have any moments where she's like, uh yeah, I'm smarter than you. Like there's never she doesn't do anything. Well, she, all she has is doubt. Because when he brings up the LA thing, she's kinda of like, I don't know, that's like things are good idea. And, and that's the thing. Like obviously the show is silly and corny. But Avonda Carlo is a real actor. Yeah. And she brought mm-hmm. some levels. It's it's the thing that, uh, well, we brought so up the, Drag Race earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, when mm-hmm. they do acting challenges, the ones that can't act will pick one note and they play it the whole time. And that's always the critique. And like, oh, when you're a real actor, you can be handed something like Lily Munster and give it some depth mm-hmm. because you have a persona that you can project onto. The same way like Fred Gwynn, who was Herman, was... A stage actor, a legitimate stage actor, nominated yeah, yeah. for Tonys, like, and th- he went on to a career on stage and kind of resented Herman for a long time because he was he couldn't do movies and shows because he was typecast. But brilliant actor, and like that's the thing, a character like Lily has to be played by someone who can actually do something because on paper there's not a lot. Right. So you're telling me that the source material actually they were able to do more with the yeah. the the token smart female character she's she's a yeah. character and this the difference with like what i think of a character and personality so like uh 
Groucho Marx is a personality. He has shtick and the way he does it, and I love it. That's my favorite. But Charlie Chaplin is a personality or is a character. Yeah. Because he has right. depth and there's an arc. And so something like this, it's okay. We're characters in monster makeup. And it's really easy to do a personality. But what would make it more interesting to watch is a character. Totally. And we're watching personalities versus characters on the show, which again is corny 60s show, but they're still like, from the start of the episode to the end, there are some uh, different tones rather than just I'm playing everything the same way and I'm saying all my lines which, the same way. Right. Which would, it would be funny if there was a, if it was at least like funny. Like we can just find a little, if there's or a just, lack of character development. And you're, yeah. you're yelling this the entire time is like conflict. Where's the fucking conflict? Because because right. even the in even a, the most one note show, there's at least like an antagonist that's like getting in the way of whatever. Yeah. Right. And we to kept accomplish. starting these little okay hurdles, and then they would just end. Because for a while, like I guess Grandpa is technically the antagonist for right. a little in a way. Bit. Yeah, and then he's yeah. on his side, and then there's nothing. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like when I say Grouch is a personality, Grouch is funny. He doesn't right. have to be a real character with an arc because he's fucking exactly. funny. And he's just like constantly And that's through. fine. It's fine. It's, it works. That's the funny trumps any kind of character development, but if you're not funny, you better which, be a fucking real person. Which is why this podcast works. There's been no character development with you two, but you two are fucking fun. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I would much Thank rather you. be funny than have any depth. <laughs> which is part of my character, I guess you could say. <laughs> Whereas I just had some character development because I just gave you both a compliment, which I don't yeah. think you've ever done on the show before. Thank you. Yeah, wow. it was yeah. weird. I feel I don't know. Why. I, yeah, I, I won't ever do it just again. Make me right. feel yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. So they've finally <laughs> they, they, they land in America. Well, they they have the plane ride, which is just uh, and uh, blah blah blah. They tried to do the. I, I'm 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 sorry. I, we shouldn't explain every single little solitary moment, but the the uh, it was it could have been a good joke of like the flight attendant jumping off the plane. And they don't show it. That could have been funny. That yeah. I like the idea of that joke, but the execution. It's like they, they have ideas, but they never commit to the joke. Because the way the monsters, when somebody would see them and get scared, it, and it's very silly, but it would always be running in fast motion. They'd speed up the film. And Which so they, they kind of did that a little bit. A little bit. In Paris. Yeah. yeah. But like running through the plane like that, I mean, it could have been funny. Something like that could have been funny. Yeah. It, like there's a great episode that I remember Don Rickles is a uh, like – gonna rob them and he sneaks into the house and then he sees Herman and it's just one of those like Ooh! and it's and they do the effect like in silent movies where the hair I don't know how they do it <laughs> where the hair stands up on end and so what little hair he has is up and he runs at full speed that's pretty great uh, so they do land in uh, on Mockingbird Lane and uh, yeah cause there and that's the thing this establishes that where they live is in Hollywood cause you can see the Hollywood sign from their house yeah it's just like right over there and uh, they pick, it's, of course, yeah, the, the suburban little and the uh, so uh, Cassandra Peterson, Elvira, yeah, is in the film as the um, real estate real estate agent, and she's dressed as a witch, and that's why they don't think it's weird, you know, until after it's Halloween. Halloween, yeah. But she is going to sell them this other house, and then they want the Mockingbird Lane dilapidated, which is also like, why is that house here? It, it, that right. feels like Edward Scissorhands in the cul-de-sac. Yeah. It's just like, what the fuck is going on here? And Wait, did you just compare this to Edward Scissorhands? Well, I mean, visually, okay. where everything is in the 1960s. It, it feels like that, And yeah. there's this castle okay. here for some reason. Right. Which is like, in Edward Scissorhands, that's part of the joke. I guess the same here. Right. Yeah. But, okay, so... So, you're, you're another argument as to why Wright actually likes this. Because, I mean, we all know Edward Scissorhands is a brilliant movie. It uh, is. So... 
with um, starring the non-problematic Johnny Depp. No, he's he's been uncanceled ever since that court trial. Yeah, yeah. That congratulations. Totally fair, normal court trial. <laughs> Boy, what a I I have to I you know what? Was, we should watch the TV movie version. Did you know there's, there's a there, TV movie version? It's, of that? Coming out, it's coming out in a couple weeks. Oh my god! Who's in it? I, nobody. nobody. How could it? How could it be as good as the real thing? Because I'm not gonna lie, it looks crazy. I, so it's actors? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm not one for trash television, but I was thoroughly entertained with this court trial. Oh totally. I'm not gonna lie. I yeah. was. I was oh, addicted. We'll watch to the trailer it. right after this. It looks oh, insane. Now I will say, Happy Halloween. What? What? Yes, terrifying. The um, uh, what has what did replace it for a bit was the Alex Jones trial. That that oh. was. Lord, I, oh, I I could not get enough of well, watching. You know, uh, <laughs> what do you, what do you uh, uh, so uh, slutters, slutters. See, when they had to present his portrayal of the judge to the judge. Oh my God. God. God! Are you calling me the devil? Well, well not exactly. Uh, slutters, uh, slutters. Uh. <laughs> it actually hurts to do his voice. Um, so they they well, got I, have a good time in Halloween. The party that's going out in the, the neighborhood. Herman gets offered a job by these undertakers because yeah. in the show he works at a morgue. Yeah, and a funeral home. Excuse me. And the next day, uh, they wait, and like they're all sitting there together. I was like, "What do we do now?" And we, uh, they, a, we got a dream house. What next? Yeah. And so Herman goes outside, sees everyone is normal, and they freak out. And then they try to. It takes forever. The, the, so, there's a funny joke there that took way too long. Like I, I like. I think what, what happened probably is that they had the idea of like, we're going to have an extended scene of them being bored on the couch, which that's a funny little gag of them just sitting there like, well, what the fuck do we do now? Sure. But they 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 took that idea and just dragged it too long for yeah. a scenario that didn't need uh-uh. the This is a, a comedy movie made by someone without timing. No timing. Yeah. And they uh, they go outside. They're like going to confront the people or something like that. And then they see Wolfman Brothers there and like, hey, so I, uh, I took my the money got from the sale of the castle yeah. to Vegas and I made all this money and now you're rich. And like, here's your yeah yeah. It's like oh my god, we're rich. And then they're all in slow mo throwing cash everywhere. And then the movie ends. It legitimately yeah. is how it ends. And then we finally get a black and white the bam, intro bam, bam, of the bam, first bam, season bam, bam, of the bam, bam, Monsters. Bam. Yeah. And that's the first time the Munsters, the iconic theme song, appears in this movie during the before the end credits at yeah. the very end. And which, why is there the money thing? Like, why do they? Well, all I don't know. Now they're rich because they're not rich in the show. No, I mean they're not poor, but they're. Well, not I mean they rich. live in that, but also like Herman has a job, and it's it's a regular family sitcom from yeah. the era. I, it really, honestly, like the, the last few minutes of the movie felt like the beginning of an episode. Like it seemed like, oh, okay, they inherit a lot of money, and all of a sudden it gets squandered it's somehow. Like the last right. season of Roseanne is just like they. Oh yeah, when it's like they won the the uh, lottery. lottery, and then it's at the end, it's like, oh no, it was all a dream because Roseanne wrote this. And uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, John Goodman died a couple of seasons ago, which oh, I wish it had ended like that. That. Herman died two years ago today. <laughs> Which, the Connors is what it's called now? Yeah. It's yeah. still on? The Connors is actually pretty good. And Roseanne was great in the first few years. And the Connors is very Norman Lear. It's all like dramatic yelling. There was a shooting, in a school shooting in oh, one wow. of the more recent episodes. Oh, my. Um, Maybe I should check it out. Because honestly, the only, speaking of things that I'd rather watch than this Munsters movie, uh, the only sitcom I watch nowadays is Abbott Elementary, which... Love I, Abbott Elementary. I think the writing in that is brilliant it's it, it, so fucking good it feels that it fills that place that like uh, parks and rec did where it's yes. like a show about like 
people that mostly like each other. Yeah, yeah. Even if they kind of have differences. And they'll occasionally, like, like it, it does the great little sitcom thing of, like, all right, now everybody's going to kind of gang up on this one person. Yeah. We'll all talk about our grievances with them. But, like, it never lasts too long, but everybody's yeah. still very likable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Definitely. It's, it's great. And but the, the craziest thing is that Everybody Hates Chris. That kid is in it. And... You know, you remember that show? Everybody hates oh, Chris, yeah. the Chris Rock show. Oh, right. right he's right. the yeah, he's yeah. the guy in it, uh, and the possible romantic lead. I haven't started the new season yet. Uh, oh, oh, uh, we're, I'm only two episodes in. Okay, yeah. I, I do. But, love everybody's everybody is like so thirsty for him too. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I thought he was tall, but I saw a picture of them with other people, and it turns out everybody on the show is just really short. <laughs> he's the tallest of the short people. Is he like what, like average height? He's or? like average height, and they're tiny, all of them. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Huh. I gotta say, I'm really thirsty for what's her face, uh, the teacher that was also the, uh, I guess, uh, live-in nanny on um, or in the movie, uh, the remake of um, the Monsters, Parent Trap. <laughs> yeah, the Monsters. I laugh at that. that, was, that was... I don't know. It's the only joke in this goddamn. Yeah, so that's the movie. <laughs> so I guess that brings us to recycling. Does uh, it? I guess, yeah. Where we take elements of this movie and turn it into something hopefully better. You cut does 30 anyone, minutes out, you're done. Well, does anyone out of the gate have any ideas? 30 minutes out, go. I what? Th- well, uh, Rhett, what do you think? No, I just said what. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I recycle. What? <laughs> huh? No. I, God damn. Like, I, it's so long. There's so many things you can cut out of this. and Most of the movie. Most of the movie. You could just cut the entire movie. Uh, this thing doesn't need to exist. This is one of the more infuriating. Well, no, the, the, a monsters movie can exist. The I think monsters there's... movie can exist. It's just like not with Rob Zombie, not with these people. Maybe in Robuck. all honesty, like the uh, <clears throat> TV movies in the '90s are better than this. <clears throat> well, because I mean, we all know how we're all tired of origin films, and that's what this is. It's yeah. an origin movie for the monsters. That's what we, so don't we don't. Why the fuck we do don't, we do, take so long that. to get to the fun part? It's like the fish out of water part. That's the whole point of exactly. the show. Why did we had to watch a hundred, a hundred and an hour and forty minutes to get to the point to where we could finally see the part where the show begins? Right. And like none of it. I don't give a fuck. It, like if Sherry Moon is gonna fuck that guy who win at their wedding, they don't kiss on the lips. Which I was like, fuck you again. Right. Because like Rob Zombie's in the back, like yeah, don't kiss him. Like really. But she's done other things in their movies. Right. So I think it's maybe guys, like his guys, idea of a family movie is like no kissing. This was shot during COVID. Remember, you weren't allowed to kiss a stranger back then. Well, you weren't allowed to. <laughs> How would you recycle this, Eric? <laughs> what I would say is, uh, okay, Daniel Roebuck would definitely stay in the cast, but we need to Out make a anyone. movie yeah, yeah. that falls more in line with, and even though this isn't a good movie because it goes a little too far out of step, the Flintstones movie, mm. where it's like the plot that happens in the Flintstones movies may be <clears> too <throat> far away from what would happen in the show, but something like that. We've already established this is a world, and we're going to expand on it, rather than like have an origin story, and for the love of God, we're going to have people that are not... These two actors carrying the movie, Herman and Lily. Yeah. So, so who would you have? Well, that's the thing I was trying to oh. think of because I think, it, like I mentioned, uh, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, what? Something Herman that was. Uh, oh, uh, David we, Herman. Calling Doctor. Uh, wait. Um, but, it, but the guy from the, the, Rudolph. Uh, no, no. But the, in the '90s movies, he was amazing. Yeah. Because he recaptured some of the gentleness of Fred Gwynn, brought some of his own stuff. And would it be a little too 
I don't know what the word, maybe not on the nose, but like Christina Ricci playing, like because she was, oh, she did grow up being Wednesday, like would it be a kind of a... I mean, I could see like newer people, like Anya Taylor-Joy playing her, but that'd be very she's young. She's too young. She's too, she's pretty young. Because you got to think like if we're, if I, the way I want to do Kate it... Blanchett, if you want to class this up. Sure. Because I, I definitely want someone that would be the correct age. And so the parents in the what original is the show would be in their... In the, well, so the actors should be in their late 30s or early 40s. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I would, how old is Christina Ricci? She's like she's got to be in her forties. She's in her forties now, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, I could see. I could, I could, yeah, definitely. And I'm always, you know, happy to see her. <laughs> but Herman is hard. Herman is a hard character because he has to be sort of stupid but lovable, and mm. you also have to be of some large build. Like Fred Gwynn was very tall, had a long face, yeah, but he just also happened to be a, an amazing actor. Oh man. Um So it's 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 tough. That's a tough one. Yeah. Um You know, th- this might be a little outside the box a little bit, but I think cuz I I always love this guy. Uh he's such a great actor, but like I could also see like a Patrick Wilson in this role. I know his Wait, Patrick fi- Wilson. He's like The Conjuring and uh Oh. Yeah. No. No? No, he's too small. Too small. Yeah, he's small. <laughs> uh, but he's a stage actor, so yeah. I mean, he's wearing but, uh, he's wearing lifts on his fucking shoes. His his head is too small. You need somebody with a big ass head. Oh my god, gotta have a blockhead. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what's funny? Uh, the Herman or the, excuse me, the Grandpa Monster from because the, there's two different casts mm-hmm. in the '90s. There was the one with David Herman, and then there's one with Sam McMurray as Herman, and both casts are different. The first one has uh, Ben Stiller's ex-wife. What's her name? As Marilyn Munster. Oh. Who doesn't appear in this film? Uh, uh, Christine Baranski. No, that's a totally different person. No. <laughs> yeah, that's... A, yeah. Christine something. Yes, I know who you're talking about. Yes. But uh, Grandpa Monster hey, in that dude. first 90s movie is... Uh, I can't think of his name, but he's from... Uh, had a succeed in business, but also from Mad Men. He's the older gentleman. Oh, yes. Oh, oh fuck. Oh, you know who actually... Okay, I know he's short again... Actually, Ben Stiller would be great as Herman Munster. No, he wouldn't. No, I don't see that. No, I don't oh, see that really? at all. Oh, really? No. I don't see Ben oh, Stiller's. I think so. No, I think you need somebody more fatherly and with a slightly deeper voice. As somebody who's actually seen Nick the show. As someone who's seen the show. Uh, single Nick episode of the- no, Nick Offerman is not right either. Oh, man. Nick Offerman. No. no. That's the thing. I don't know who could play Herman Munster effectively. Yeah. Hmm. Of any current actor I can't think of. Edward Norton? You keep picking guys that are 5'8". Is is Ed Norton? Uh, he just he's he's small. He's a small build too. You got to have like I, a big. He played guy. a Hulk. Yeah, but he becomes bigger as the Hulk. Eric Bana. He was a comedian in Australia. Okay. What, yeah, what does that have to do with? I'm just saying he's a bigger guy ish. Is Eric Bana what, that tall? Ultimately, what I'm learning. <gasps> Hugh Jackman. No, for he's the love six, of God! You're just naming every big actor now. Eric from Zanigo? Australia. No, I'm too fat. <laughs> you got to have a guy with a long horse face. Yeah, you don't really have a horse face. No, but uh, what I'm learning is Sarah like Sarah Jessica <clears throat> Parker. Oh, Jesus, but like <sighs> Fred Gwynn was perfectly cast. That why that character became iconic. And yes. of all the characters, I think he's the hardest to nail down. Yeah, because he has did to be it, the best one. He has to be the most likable, and he wasn't he's the anchor of the family. Yeah, the yeah. Show. 
And even like the, they did a, an 89, or starting in 88, 89, they did a sequel series called The Monsters Again or something. Yeah. Most, and it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's where like they're frozen, cryogenically frozen, and then they come out of it. And it's all different actors. And that Herman <clears throat> is an actor I like, but he's terrible. Huh. And you know he, what? he seems like the guy in this movie is doing that Herman rather than the Herman from the show. What do you think about Rain Wilson? No. No. Yeah, you, you just, you're not even in the ballpark. I mean, what? I don't, I don't have I don't have any good suggestions. That's the thing. I don't have suggestions. Yeah. I just know who is not right, and everybody you said, including the guy who stars in this movie, is wrong. But he's he's wait wait guys guys Tom Holland. Hear me out here. Oh no! I don't have anything. No, I, know, I was I making know. fun of Wright. No, I know you. Okay, oh good. no! I I thought that was a good idea. No, that's terrible. <laughs> He's too young, and many other things. Jake Gyllenhaal. Wait, what? Did I don't you know. just use a racial Who? slur. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to say anymore. They're I. They're uh, you can't say the they're Romanian. Gyllenhaals. Uh, uh, but yeah, so I, I think we just do an episode of the show as a, a pilot for a new series that has you know. Well, God, they did a the Ryan Murphy. Did the Munsters reboot? That was a Mocking pilot, Bird Mockingbird Lane. Lane, and it was uh, Jerry O'Connell. You which, know? no, thank you. Wait, Jerry O'Connell was Herman Munster? Yeah, but it was just he looked like Jerry O'Connell. Wait, what, what was the show that Eddie Izzard was on? That was that show. He was Grandpa Munster. Oh. And Portia de Rossi was Lily. Oh. Uh, okay. You I know, can see that. I think I've, I've actually, I, I finally have come up with a, a recycling idea. Go for it, Rhett. So, I know we originally were talking about how we want it to be more like the original TV show, but let's say, you know, hey, <clears throat> we want this to be different, we want it to be its own side story, we don't want it to be the same archetype as the original show. So, let's have it uh, just take place on an island, and let's say there's another, like, a, a monster-type character that mm-hmm. has, like, abducted uh, the, the Lizzie, what was her name? Lily. Lily, Lily. Lily. Lizzo. Let's say, uh, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Lizzo! Could play Herman Munster? Is that what you're saying? Ah, uh, yeah. Jesus Diversity. Christ. Plays a crystal flute? It'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Shaquille O'Neal as Herman Munster. You know, I'm not against that. I'm not against that. I'm not against that. So Shaquille O'Neal is on this island, <laughs> and I'm trying to think of like a good like archetype of like a traditional villain. Like, let's, let's, get, let's get like a, like a gorilla or something. Oh my God. I have Herman. Jason Siegel. He's got the build, he's got the comic chops, and he's that's lovable. That's pretty good. That's Jason Siegel is Herman Munster. That's pretty good. So Jason Siegel is on Tanya's Island, okay? Oh, my, oh God. my God. That's Look, an that old episode a, of the show, that, that if you don't know. That was an older episode. Don't listen to it. It's, uh, I mean, listen to it if you want to hear us. I, I originally was going to try to make it into a Mario thing, because that's what I did with Tanya's Island. But I was like, ah, it's going to be too fucking obvious. Oh, my God, there's a truck like up on your, your, your lawn here. Oh. <laughs> what the hell is going on? All right. Uh, well, <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Trash uh, takeaway? Well, okay. So, Jason Siegel oh. and Lily Munster, Jamie Clayton. Who? Oh, from Hellraiser? Yeah, the, she's the oh. new pinhead. Oh, oh. That's, that's a good idea. I, I like that. that. But Daniel Roebuck is Grandpa Munster. Okay. No, I think he's, he's fine. If you'd seen the show, he just needs to amp it up a little. And have something interesting to say. So, trash takeaway. What did you learn from watching this movie, Rhett? What did I learn? Um, well, I, yeah, well, actually, you know what? Honestly, uh, I think you summarized it at the beginning of this episode, but don't follow your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Give up. Yeah, if enough I, people have said no, 
Take it for no. You know, and in your mind you'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. If the whole world doesn't like it, so be it. It's like, no. That that has to be so fucking crazy to be Rob Zombie and then to make this and everyone, for the most part, unadulteratedly. And it just even I just, from the trailer, just say, fuck you. Well, here's the thing is that I the whole time we were doing this, I really felt very hesitant about trash talking this because in the depths of my heart... I want to be the front man of a new metal band, and I feel like if that ever actually happens, I will eventually have to interact with Rob Zombie, and he'll be like, right. hey, I heard you on that podcast, and be like, shit. Well, luckily, you're not going to follow your dreams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I thankfully have learned my lesson. Yeah. Right of becoming what, a new metal front man. Yeah. What, right, right. What did you learn? I learned that I don't know if I ever want to watch The Monsters now, because this... Uh, Andrew tainted it so much that uh, Andrew tainted it. Tainted it? What? I don't know. I was trying to say tainted. Um, was this bit a joke, a dream of yours? Because get enough jokes in this fucking movie. It's like a dream because it doesn't make sense, and I don't like it. <laughs> so it's a nightmare. I I really think that, like we were talking about this before because uh, I was worried that oh, we were going to watch couch. this. Oh, nice. Um. I was worried that we were going to watch this movie when I picked you up earlier. And, of course, now uh, dreams do come true. Yeah. Um, but I, Rob Zombie, I think, is an interesting guy. And I like him as a person. I just think he Same. is a terrible filmmaker. And he should stop writing. He should stop doing all of that. And he should just make music or maybe just cut, like produce shit. Like, I think that if he has his name on more, uh, like, horror stuff, then fine. But he's such a, just, sorry, Rob Cummings, uh, but you're a terrible storyteller. You're just awful Whoa, at this. whoa, whoa. You're dead naming him by using his non-stage name? Fuck yes! Jesus. What'd you so learn? what I learned is that revenge is sweet. And this is my revenge on right for pushing so hard for Neil Breen movies and all kinds of shit I wasn't interested in. He was like, come on, come on, come on. It'll be fine. Come on, come on, come on. Or, you, had fun, you had way more fun on a Neil Breen movie than this. No, I had more fun watching this. Why? Because, I don't know, there was more than Neil Breen's face and his butt. And his taint? Yeah. We watched the whole movie so you could look at Neil Breen's taint and laugh. And that was like two hours of my life. I'll never get back. And so I hope... That you feel like you lost time I and did. you can't get it back. Oh, I I did. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, that got me off. I get. <laughs> so if you were to look at a taint, like just a zoomed-in picture of a taint, can you tell that it's a taint? If you see the butt crack just a little bit, but a taint, an isolated taint, it just looks like any other patch of skin. It just looks like a flap of skin. Well, it depends. On a man, if it would look like part of a, a, a scrotum. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, well, uh, thank you, Charlie Rose. Um, interesting, 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 delightful. Well, uh, Rhett, do you have anything to say before we leave? Oh, would you recommend watching this movie? No, watch two hours of the Munsters TV yes. show. Yeah, no. I honestly, I would, it's yeah. this, it's, this it's a fun show. Like, Stop it. There's a fucking um, uh, is it? I don't know if it's Pluto or Philo or one of the, like the free streaming channels. But they oh, are, Pluto TV. Yeah, yeah, they have an entire channel. Actually, I think it, they. Uh, I can't remember if it's Adam Stanley or Munsters, but I know there's maybe it's maybe it alternates. But anyway, like marathon two hours of the old Munsters TV show before watching this. Yeah, like, totally. But don't don't, don't watch it. Just don't do yeah, it. Rather than yeah, yeah. God. No, no, same. I, I think watch a show or even the the uh, original movie in the '60s is fun. Watch the Adams Family movies. 
one the 90s, and sure. values are values. Fu- I think is my favorite. It's, values, is great. I think it's yeah. values. Joan Cusack great. is something. It, it, the values is great. If they had the Mamushka in the values movie, then I'm like, this Ooh. is perfect. This is a fucking perfect. Movie. The Mamushka is the best scene out of either of those two movies, but two is definitely I think overall, overall better. Yeah, and I like that Fester is fully Fester in that. One. That is true. Yeah. Oh, he's so funny. That being that being said, I don't mind the plot of Fester losing himself in the first no. movie. No, oh, sure. I, I like that both good plots plot. of the movie yeah, revolve yeah. around him. But I like that the second one starts with Fester's Fester, and he's in the family. Yeah. yeah. And he's walking around in the white suit with the little wig. The little wig. wig? Yeah, I can't wait for you to do that one day. <laughs> Aw. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess, yeah. Uh, Thanks for coming back on, man. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And thank you for having me. Da-na-na, da-na-na. Come on, Rhett. Is this Dragnet? I don't know what's going on. Do it, do it. Good night. Intro song Too Easy and outro song Charlotte's Web, both provided by the wonderful White Ghost Shivers. Please follow them on all social media outlets as well as find their music wherever great music is sold. Mm-hmm.